Live from Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back to Speed and Power. I'm your host, Megan Walker, and we've got a special show going on tonight. Um, We are sponsored by Lincoln's Pub on 46 and Layton Street, and we've got some good food coming, but I've got Harrison on the board and our very special guest from the Nebraska volleyball team. We've got Becca Alec. Hello. So, Becca, (laughs) tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Well, I think a common thing known about me, but it's kind of false, is that I'm from Waverly. I'm only graduated out of Waverly. (laughs) I'm actually from Lincoln. I'm not born, but raised, and I graduated out of Waverly my sophomore, junior year, and or sophomore, no, junior, senior year, sorry. So yeah, I'm from Lincoln. Um, I got five siblings. We're a big old Brady bunch, and <laughs> I also have a twin sister. Yes, one of my coaches back from club volleyball. No, Kelly. No, I don't know. Someone that's known me for a long time and should know these things about me didn't. And um, yeah, I have a twin sister. We look nothing alike. She could walk by this very second. You would not guess that. So that is crazy. Yes, so does she play volleyball as well, or just you? Yes, she does. She's a slider, setter slash DS uh, over at Missouri Southern State University in Joplin, Missouri. That's awesome. She's a stud. So you're a sophomore here, and you play middle blocker. Yes, that's right. That's awesome. Yeah. How do you like Nebraska so far? Oh, love it. Feels like home. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's been home, but <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, honest, it's been so weird. Um, playing at the university, living at the university, studying everywhere, like studying at Memorial Stadium feels so weird and it's kind of a subtle flex because I get to tell my friends about it. I'm like, yeah, you know, I get to go up to the, I don't know, I think it's like the fifth or sixth floor and you just get to look down at the field and see the sunset set over the stadium. I'm like, dang, like this is pretty awesome. So having all this different accessibility has been really cool. Um, And yeah, just looking at the university in a different light. I was actually just telling my friend, about this recently how like I used to wander through campus with my family we would go get like snacks or ice cream at like the dairy company or whatever they have downtown mm-hmm. and then we would just chill in the summer with my <laughs> with my family and it's so weird that like now I'm like friends with all these random college people and like this is where we hang out and like this is where I go to school like these buildings actually have purposes to me now rather than just like props <laughs> so. so I have a question um you said you went to Waverly mm-hmm. you graduate why did you have that one year out in Waverly Oh, two years, but two um, years. yeah, my mom, not going to lie, she kind of dropped that on me my sophomore <laughs> summer. Uh, Whitney Lonstein, who, who played with us, or mm-hmm. I played with her last year, um, I played club volleyball with her for a while, and this was something she used to dangle in front of me was that she really wanted me to come to Waverly. She'd be like, guys, like, we could win state, we could do all these really cool things, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, that's not realistic whatsoever. <laughs> uh, but apparently, she was having conversations with my mom. Mom started talking. Pens started being used on paper without my knowledge. And um, my mom did end up finally sitting the family down and being like, hey, like this is something I've been thinking about. This will be in the best interest for the family. That's another thing. Me and we did not do it for volleyball. Everyone thinks we moved it for volleyball because volleyball is known or Waverly is known for having a strong program. Mm-hmm. And obviously with my repertoire with the sport, um, everyone just assumed I was going to try and win a state championship but i'm like that's really not it like i'll be fine wherever i go you know i played at north star they've kind of had a program Mm -hmm. um they've had a strong one in the past but like while i was there we were in the rebuilding phase and so i was like i wasn't really expecting anything in the long run just working for it and so like when we went to waverly everyone thought i just quit on north star i was like nah man like we literally moved for my little brother but whatever 
Okay, so yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I asked that because, yeah, Waverly is, like, a really strong yeah. volleyball school. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've been – it's been, like, the last 10 years they've been pretty dominant or is it even longer than that? Probably longer. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, we've always made it to state, I'm pretty yeah. sure, for the past couple of years, but we've always seemed to just choked in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. It's considered a curse at this point. Really? It's gotten <laughs> yes. to that level? Yes. I don't – when I tell you guys, this, this loss still burns me. And for anyone that watched that <laughs> game, like, it was me and my sister – we were like, all right, we're just gonna find a way. Like, we're gonna we're gonna get everybody. And we're gonna just do this, and because like when you play scut, scut doesn't regard it doesn't matter what class you are. You hate scut, mm-hmm. like that is just a thing in high school sports. Hell, even the parents can't stand up. <laughs> like, it's just something about scut because they're so good. All of their athletes are incredibly talented. So kudos to you guys, but it's like it just sucks losing to like the beat like the school everybody wants to beat. Well, so we're giving each other this pep talk before going out into what we thought we were probably going to lose, but we were like, oh, no, we're going to win. We end up getting three sets on Scut. Not three sets, two sets. Mm -hmm. And we're going into the third, and the momentum's in our favor. Like, we're just killing balls. Like, they cannot stop us. And the next thing you know, like, they slowly start to creep back, and it was a reverse sweep. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't even know where that came from. Sorry. Anytime anyone brings up Waverly, I always think about the semifinal loss my senior year, so... Well, you've had a very successful high school and college career so far, so Thank good you. job to you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Like, what – did you always know that you wanted to go to Nebraska? Uh, actually, not a lot of people know this. Um, I remember when my older sister was getting recruited, I was like, man, like, this is when Nebraska – I think they had just won or were going to win this season. And I was like, this is, like, ignorant little – twig sixth grade Becca (laughs) I was like and I didn't really realize the words coming out of my mouth because like I just figured anybody could go to any school they wanted I didn't realize there was weight on like schools that were looking at you Mm -hmm. I started like oh you want to go to UCLA like that's cool I didn't realize like Nebraska was like this almost untouchable volleyball school well I remember I was saying like I would never play for Nebraska because all they do is win and I want to go play for an underdog school and upset the nation. Like I was talking <laughs> all this smack and I had no idea. Um, fast forward my eighth grade summer. Um, the coaches were just reaching out. I got to get to know the program just from going to their camps. And it was just, and this was before the rule went into place mm-hmm. just to want to clarify. Um, fell in love with the program immediately because Maggie Griffin, she is the head kind of CEO of the volleyball club I played at. Well, she's a former Husker volleyball player, and she's implemented so many of the things they do at Nebraska. And I remember going to my first Dream Team camp and being like, man, like, they kind of copied us. And I didn't realize that Maggie actually (laughs) used all of the stuff. Yeah. So I was like, this place feels like home. I understand the program. I understand the disciplines, the culture. And I was like, I want to be a part of it. Like, I mean, heck, I already kind of feel a part of it. So it was – a really easy decision and anytime I went to another school's camps I was comparing and that was kind of my first hint <laughs> that I wanted to play for Nebraska so, I yeah. feel like any athlete you talk to that got like recruited by Nebraska will say like oh it felt like home like right away yeah. like it was like I'm meant to be here like I feel so loved I feel so cared about mm. so like that's amazing that you had that experience as well yeah so yeah that's amazing nice. so did you visit any other schools besides Nebraska I mean I did go to Creighton given I was in eighth grade and I really didn't know what I was doing I'm not gonna lie because part of me wishes I went to, like, a California school to take a visit. <laughs> Warmer place. You know, somewhere just warm. Maybe, mm-hmm. like, take, like, a vacation. I know that's not <laughs> right. I really know that's not right. But like, can A you lot blame- of people feel that, though. Can you blame me, though? Like, athletes know where they want to go. So, of course, they're going to go check out, like, a fun school. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
hey, it's business. It's business at the end of the day. And it's like, I am not, most of the time I traveled was for sports. So, like, can you blame me for wanting to go to California? Not necessarily saying I want to play for them, but, like, you know? Yeah. Okay, thank you. No, like, that's fair. Thank I always you. think about that. I hear it a lot of times with uh, guys that are close to graduation. Mm-hmm. And, like, these my friends, a lot of them, they're not student athletes. I'm not, I obviously don't have, like, that's not my circle. But they'd still, get like, by year four, they'd just be like, God, damn, it would have been cool if I was in Colorado right now. You yeah. know, it's, like, kind of, like, I I wanted to stay home because it was easy. And then mm-hmm. as I get older, it's like, oh, I wonder if I should have left right exactly yeah. i wish i would have visited hawaii that's what i'm saying yeah like literally like, a visit would not have hurt anybody yeah, or like no, if you went to college in week, hawaii yeah. think about it think about it if the coach is gonna or if the school is gonna be butthurt about like oh she didn't she just came here to use us on her visit you're stud you went and checked out their program mm-hmm. they're probably some girl that looks up to you's probably gonna be like man like you know, if Megan's got the spot in Nebraska, maybe I should check out Hawaii, you know? <laughs> like, you alone are advertising their program, so they should be thanking you. Yeah. But that's just my opinion. Exactly. But, yeah, I did, regarding visits, I did check out Creighton um, just because it was close to home, and I liked the size. That was actually kind of the thing that was so different from Nebraska was the size. Mm. And that's honestly one of the things I love about Nebraska, like UNL specifically, is – I think I would have been so wrong going to Creighton because, yes, I'm at Nebraska, one of the bigger campuses in the state. I know what feels like 50% of the population. When I tell you people I know from North Star, the place I went to middle school, elementary school, Waverly, hell, like, I don't even know. People from church. Like, I just see everybody, like, in my lifetime from Nebraska. I just run into them at, like, I don't know, like, Herbie's Market or the beach courts over by the, the like, the blue courts or whatever. So, yeah, Nebraska, it, it's definitely, like, it's my perfect, it's huge, but, like, everybody knows everybody. So, it's, like, it's a, a nice balance. I feel like it feels small, but it's, like, a really small community. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, it's a big campus, but, like, you know everybody. Like, oh, 1,000%. Mm-hmm, totally, yeah. Uh, and real quick from the text line, 3764 says, B-A, go Diamondbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I know who that, okay. That's why I read the number. I wonder who that, if you already know that. Wait, say the number again. Uh, the last four are three, seven, six, four. I don't want to give out the whole thing though. Okay. Three, six, can I look up the number real fast? Yeah, you can look it up. <laughs> and then if it's a, uh, if it's a mom or dad or friend, if you can shout them out. Diamondbacks, that's where I went to middle school. I went to Dawes Middle School where the Dawes Diamondbacks. Okay. I was wondering. I was, yeah. I was like, I don't think that's Waverly. So you said three, seven, six, four. Yep. Double check <laughs> here. Nuts. Is this who I think it is? And again, if you guys want to join oh, no, the show, Sardar Hammond text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. You can join the conversation that way. Well, they must know you. Yeah, they do. So that I'm a little <laughs> confused now. I mean, you're famous, basically. So you like, did everybody say you know fifty percent of Lincoln. Yeah, yeah I really <laughs> did. I did say that. But um, okay, yeah, Diamondbacks. Yeah, Diamondbacks go crazy. That was a good time. Middle school was a blast. What middle school was that? Was Dawes. Dawes, Dawes middle, middle school. school. It's honestly one of the underappreciated middle schools. And, you know, not like the prettiest neighborhood. But I have some of the best memories with some of the coolest people, like, during middle school. And I think it – and I have a lot to think because of my mom. I was like, I honestly couldn't tell you if I would have gotten the same experience somewhere else. Yeah. Or maybe it was more, I don't know, dare I say, structured. <laughs> Like, it's not, there's something different about the rougher schools because people, you know, like you get to see different sides of people you probably wouldn't see when everything's so prim and proper, you know? Yeah. And it taught me to, one, be respectful when you don't know what's going on. Because you got a lot of people with a lot of different backgrounds. They come from different homes and like school might be their escape. And like, who am I? 
to make it hard for them there. So yeah. you learn to just work with different kinds of people. And um, my mom was a special ed teacher, so I got to meet a lot of her students. And so they would like run into me in the halls because it was a, it's a real small school. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just it's a tight knit community. Where I considered us to be a family, and I did everything in my power to try and have other people feel that because. I, I when I tell y'all I was bawling when I like <laughs> crying, sobbing, just disgusting, walking out on like our eighth grade walk, and I was like, why is it nobody else crying? Whatever. Yeah, it was. Shout out Dawes Middle School. <laughs> yeah, Dawes Middle School goes crazy. Go Diamondbacks, baby. Yeah, if you remember that fondly, because I remember my middle school years. Is I try to forget those. Really? <laughs> Wait, Usually, uh, middle school is the tough time for a lot of people. Transition phase. Exactly. You just like you look at your face. You look at my hair wrong. I might go like, "Oh my god, what's wrong with my face today?" <laughs> like you know, when you're in that age, yes, when you're like figuring out who you are and you're still not sure, and then you're just like, maybe not for everyone, but right. at least for a lot of people, I feel like they get very self conscious. Yes. And then they get out of it real quick, or they drag it through high school middle That's schoolers so are mean true. like boys like yeah guys are vicious. With middle school boys yeah, they're Why vicious is a phase in middle school for people to roast the guy or girl you like literally okay so weird. any middle schoolers i hear this stop doing that that made me feel <laughs> so bad about myself i was like oh my gosh like i've got a crush on so-and-so and then he's gonna over here and gonna roast my forehead so I'm just going to go cry for a second. And then I'm like, oh, he totally likes me. <laughs> like, that's so toxic. That uh, needs to die. Ugh. I will say guys are also just idiots, too. This and, is true. Like, I got a <laughs> short story. And this is this is going to sound so mean. But you have to understand, the man was totally innocent. He actually really liked the girl. But they were playing basketball. And he was just like, oh, man, she's a train out there. Because she was really good uh, getting a lot of rebounds, playing yeah. aggressive defense. Well, she just heard the train part, and like you don't want to be called a train, so yeah, like no. she took she took offense to it, and then he was just like, idiot boy. He's just like, no, 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 like you're a train, and just kept going, like trying to make it a compliment, <laughs> no. and it's like you just drop it, and like yeah, I meant to rephrase that. Yeah, I feel like guys don't <laughs> think sometimes when they no. say comments about girls. Yeah, no, they like, really don't. Like you would say something that like would be really offensive to a girl, and like like they would take it way differently if they yeah. said I'm a guy. Yeah, it's I feel just like so crazy. Girls are like we're, we're like you look great today, or like you're glowing, like all of these like sweet things and like i feel like a guy's way of complimenting is like your shoes are all right it's just like these things like thanks like is was that actually a compliment yeah i don't know i don't know how many compliments that you get in high school do you get any compliments in high school in middle school still not today guys are just just weird breeds that's not true they should guys should branch out show some love (laughs) where's the bromance yeah there is that i don't know but yeah it was very interesting it just reminded me talking about middle school it just reminds me how how like dumb like the guys are just trying to figure out like who you are and then just saying just no. horrible things that it's a weird time so yes, again shout out dolls middle school if you can look back at middle school fondly they they did it right it was uh, yeah for i say for the most part i mean like when you're talking about like discovering yourself and everything like i definitely you know i am obviously you saw me walk through the door i'm a tall big built <laughs> woman and i was not always as strong i was actually really really skinny for a long time mm-hmm. and um yeah, but I have, was always taller than all the kids in my classes, sometimes taller than the teacher, and that was always the first thing people would point out about me. And then, of course, once I'd open my mouth, they'd have other things to say. But, like, it was – I don't really know. Like, it was it was really hard just to get used to always being different. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, man, like, I was told that, like, people are going to get taller and the boys are going to get taller, so I wouldn't stand <laughs> out as much. But, like, I was towering over these yeah, boys. <laughs> and they loved to mention how much taller I was than them. So it was really hard for me in middle school to, like, 
really like love my height and like love that like yeah like I'm a big built girl and Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna have to roll with it because you know God made me this way and nothing I can do about it and yeah that was the honestly the hardest part for me in high or middle school was like yes I was social and I was doing all these things but like I was battling with this terrible insecurity for so long and then like even now like it's it's gotten better but like man middle school was a different beast when it came to that insecurity but like look at where you are now like that blessing is like turned you into an amazing volleyball player like it helps you with what you do and so that's amazing thank you and throwback to when you said at like doan that you learned like how to respect people and not view like them or judge them or like Mm -hmm. because you don't know what's going on i could definitely like thinking back to when i first met you this summer i totally can see like you are very respectful (laughs) like you are very kind (laughs) like i'm not trying to hype you up but like you are that athlete like not every athlete is going to build up another athlete like i feel like you do that with all girls all guys like that's who you are thank you yeah (laughs) i feel good about myself no i'm just yeah i'm just shouting that out there like you are a very talented athlete and you have a good heart on you thank you so yeah with that being said we are going to break but if you want to go ahead and uh, chime in on the conversation start our hammond text line 402-464-5685 this is speed and power we have host megan walker and special guests on the volleyball team becca alec as well so feel free to join the conversation we'll be back right after this break